leave the situation. I don't get why she's naked. She goes in the bathroom. She washes her face, tries to get herself together, and comes back out and decides to watch Seinfeld. Why doesn't she leave? Mom, he's I th- a douchebag. It I was think quite it's a obvious. matter of educating yourself on this topic. There's so many ingrained reasons why she wouldn't leave. It does it. It almost seems like it's a really hard logical choice to, to, to get yourself to that point when you're in that moment. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and my son is stand up. Oh my god! I had two sips of wine. Listen to me. My son is a stand up comic, mime clown, and excellent dude. Thank you, mother. Together we host this podcast where we're trying to debunk what sex should be like in our culture by having these difficult conversations. And yes, and there's a lot of difficult situations out in the world right now too. And namely the Aziz and Sari situation, uh, which we will get into on this episode. Can't wait. And just so you guys know, we are delighted to make this a family roundtable. And we are very excited about announcing the fact that we have my eldest daughter and only daughter, Jessica. Yay, round of applause. And round of applause. And uh, my brother, Gerald. And my youngest son, Jeremy Potter. Gerald, are you going to be okay with us, everyone referring to as Gerald? We call him Gerald for no apparent reason. No, it's very, it's way funnier than Jeremy. Okay. That's the that's the reason. Gerald's cool. Gerald is cool. <laughs> Perfect. So, so we're we'll, we'll get into that. But before well, we need a, a, a little bit of housekeeping. Well, I was just going to say that the the birth order is that Jessica is the eldest, Cam is the next in line, okay. and then the baby of the bunch, the caboose, is Gerald. Okay. Is Jerry? Yeah, Jerry. Gerald, you're the caboose. Jerry, Jeremy, Gerald. Jeremy's the only one joining me on drinking wine tonight. If you hear me refer to uh, Jess as Dushko, that is because <laughs> that is my nickname for her. We refer to each other as Dush sometimes. Uh, is that true? Dushko, you want to weigh in? Uh, well, I think that might get confusion because we refer to each other as Dushko. It's so. a, yeah, it's an interchangeable nickname. Yeah. And maybe I'll just call you Idit because once he wrote a letter to me at camp trying to call me an idiot or, or, or he called himself an idiot and he spelled it I-D-E-I-T. <laughs> so idiot moved by Idit. Uh, you also might refer to Gerald as a penis boy. Gerald, you want to take that? Uh, or is it dick boy, penis boy? Interchangeable as well. Uh, interchangeable, any synonym for penis and then boy works. Perfect. And uh, Moot, you're the Moot. And, and I'm known as the Moot. Uh, so before we jump into this, uh, huge news! Huge, huge! Today, can we get the applause? Today, we were just put on Apple News. It was Pop Sugar it, because Pop Sugar labeled us as one of their top. The, Nine it, is it? Oh fuck! You did, oh <laughs> Jesus Christ! It was. It was. Uh, I think we're like the top eight These sex podcasts. Nine, nine intimate podcasts on sex and love. Will, on sex and love will make you blush by Pop Sugar and. 
Look I at that. And this, I want to This is a big Kath- honor. Catherine McLam. We don't know who she is, but clearly she listens to the podcast and uh, she's a very big fan and we couldn't thank her enough. I would like uh, to read a little bit of blurb from that. Are we going to get to the episode, I Mother? I just want to read a little bit of it because it's so adorable. All right, go. Whether you're in need of advice or simply seeking a good laugh, Sex Talk with My Mom will provide you with both, not to mention so much more. Despite how strange the combo might seem at first, this mother and son duo will shed a light on even the most X-rated topics between a self-proclaimed sexually liberated cougar, that would be me, and a 20-something stand-up comic. Brace yourself, because this Mom, show will be one you... wild, raunchy ride. It's a waste of time. Everyone but, is wasting but, time just now. No, why is that a waste of time? If you they don't, don't your own to horn, hear, who's they, they get it. it. We could say we're part, we're listed, and that's it. Well, that's I, enough. I, Move on. I just want to say something about the the end. Mom, it's just we're kind of done weird. with the fucking article. Can I just finish this one little thing? When you were at Disneyland, and I said to you, "What's your favorite ride?" You said, "Mr. Toll's Wild Ride." You were like three or four years old. Okay. How does this relate? And and then. I said, why do you like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? And you said, because it's wild and it's a ride. Well, guess what they just said? This show will be one wild, raunchy ride. Because it's wild and it's it's a raunchy ride. That's exactly why. I'd like to take Mr. Toad's Wild, Raunchy Ride. Oh, Dushko, coming in. Coming in hot. Guys, we put out a little uh, plea to help on our Patreon page. We said, if if you guys like the show, please show your support by going to patreon.com slash sextalkwithmymom. And And people heard us, and they did. People heard us, and they've been coming in droves, and I'm freaking out. Because I also said if we get enough money that I could start supporting myself to go on dates, I would start... uh, Taking t- taking some people out for drinks, so I think I have enough money to start going on dates. Force now. you to go on dates. Will uh, you be disclosing that this date is sponsored by Patreon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Will you be using? I I will you be using a Groupon? I will not be using Groupon. Enough with the Groupons. I will be using Patreon instead. But it's it's okay. amazing. Every time we get a Patreon, I, I I can't even tell you. First of all, Cam gets up and instead of dancing, he just twerks. I don't twerk, mother. And I, and actually, I think we we need we're going to get a twerk because we got a fifty dollar patron. Huge! And if huge. we get a fifty dollar patron, it? Cam twerks. So you should be looking out on Instagram because there's going to be a little twerking going on by Cam. So that's a huge thank you to Marco for for a big big, big. donation. Thank you. We, and Another th- th- big thank you to Michael, a huge donation as well. Yeah, this is thank crazy. you very much to Camille, Aaron, and Hannah, and Jay, and- Zach. And Karina. It's unbelievable. I mean, these, I mean, we're listing names here. It's so exciting. This and, is outstanding. And if you want to be listed in the, the Hall of Fame there, just uh, go to Sex Talk With My Mom on the Patreon page and you'll find us. Go to patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. It's in the show notes. On to the show. Guys, uh, I want to first start off the question. Uh, the first question off the gate is, siblings, what do you think of your brother and mother having a sex talk podcast? We got a same old, same old from and, Gerald, and, some sort and, of and a, a, like a grunt sigh from the Dushko. Uh, Jess, why did why? What's with this sigh? What was that? Um, I don't know. It's just it's a minefield. It's I, a I, minefield. I have to subscribe to you guys just out of uh, familial obligation, but. Okay, it becomes enough. on in my car and I hear you detailing your sexual exploits. It makes me want to crash my car into the car in front of me. <laughs> mine mine or, or mom's? 
do I have to pick? I, I will. I will say I slightly regret subscribing to Mother's newsletter because yeah, they're all not, incredibly graphic. Yeah, Mom's newsletter is right, is a free. nightmare. That's a, that's, that is not sex talk with my mom. That's a currently. But I wanted show. to support you. I appreciate that. Jeremy is the sweetest. Would you it's a be double-edged sword? Would you be offended if Jeremy unsubscribed from your newsletter? I will not be offended. You may unsubscribe at any moment. I do get a little upset. I do get a little upset every time I do see someone unsubscribe, but it's cool. Uh, I wanted to invite you guys onto this podcast because uh, for this episode in particular, because the Z's story is is a is a bit of a complicated one, and I think it touches on millennials and uh, you know this whole Me Too movement. You guys are both millennials. Dushka, are you a millennial? Oh, fuck you, thirty-one. <laughs> What is the cutoff age for millennial? I don't know, but if you came of age during the millennium, as I did, I think it counts. Yes. And, and by okay, the way, so goes 31. I am the oldest if living If you know how to millenn- use a smartphone without any questions asked, I would say you're a millennial. Well, that would be your papa, and he's 88. There, no, are, many no questions questions. Asked. <laughs> there are many <laughs> questions asked. There are many questions. So, yeah, but, so but, Jeremy, how old are you? I am 23 years old. And Jess is 31. I'm 28. So we're getting all over, and the mother. In, yeah, you, over, over 30. So and so we get a lot of different generational opinions here, and so I'm excited to talk about this thing. It's interesting because we almost just touched on the main issue when Jeremy just said, "Do you mind if I unsubscribe?" We we had a, like a discussion where he didn't hurt my feelings, I didn't hurt his feelings. We had an actual conversation there. I see you foreshadowing your your point for what 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 the <laughs> oh argument is. God. From. I, I was like, "Where is she going with this?" No, I'm, I'm just saying it's a discussion that was opened up and it was very comfortable for us. But I would love it if we'd hear more opinions. Okay, so for for our listeners who who don't know about the Aziz and Sari story, here's here's what happened. Babe.net recently published an article by this girl named Katie Way, who is writing on behalf of this anonymous person that they refer to as Grace. Grace met Aziz in, in last September. Grace is a 23-year-old woman. Aziz is a 34-year-old man. And basically, they met at a, at, at a party. They they hit it off. They were texting with each other the whole following week. And then they ended up uh, hanging out when they went back to New York. They had a dinner together. They it, This article goes into graphic detail about the dinner and how it was left early because basically Aziz was really fucking horny. They went back to Aziz's place, and things escalated extremely quickly. And they give graphic details as to, you know, Aziz was putting his her hand on his penis like several times, and she was pull, putting pulling it away. Uh, she, he was putting her fingers, his fingers, into her mouth, and then putting it the pussy into her pussy. I wasn't sure if it was. Why are we calling it a pussy? That's what it wasn't. That's the way they described it. I think it was described it. Uh, and then th- throughout the rest of the the night, it basically she it was very evident that she was very uncomfortable. That she was saying, uh, "I I let's slow it down." He was like, "Where do you want me to fuck you?" He kept saying that. She said, "Next time," because she didn't know what to say. So then he said, "Oh yeah, what about you mean like next date or second date?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, sure." And then he poured her another glass of wine, gave her the glass of wine, making a funny, hilarious joke saying, this is the second date, now we can have sex. She went to the bathroom, sprayed, splashed some water on her face, came back out. She was clearly grossed out. She says, I don't want to do anything where I'm forced because it's going to make me want to hate you. Uh, she was naked. She was naked. And then uh, basically he's like, all right, let's 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 just chill over here on the couch. They went to the couch. Uh, she was sitting on the floor. He was sitting on the couch. 
she he pointed at his dick. She ended up going down on him. She felt pressured, she said. And then basically uh, they they there was still where do you, more where do you want me to fuck you she was clearly un, uncomfortable with this so he said how about we just chill but this time with clothes on then they watched seinfeld that was an interesting little i kind of want to know what, oh, now which episode they watched i the, clearly, anybody else curious about that <laughs> i'm sure it lightened the mood she she was still very uncomfortable she goes you, you guys are all the same you guys are all the fucking same and then she, he started aggressively kissing her eventually he took got an uber for her to go home now those are those are a lot of details. I'm I'm and those uh, are all. I hope I didn't go from into over her perspective. Details. Those are all from her perspective, and we it was reported know. through uh, this babe.net uh, from I think a 22 year old reporter as well. And so, right off the bat, what is everyone's initial thoughts on this night uh, on this on this article in general? You want to start? Sure. My initial thought is that. This article uh, really makes Aziz sound like a fucking power-wielding prick uh, who I would say did not consider this girl's woman's uh, uh, emotions or, or like interest or like it, her desires for the night whatsoever. Um, and I, I would it makes me very, very uh, anti-Aziz. <laughs> and and you're uh, always a big fan. No, no. I thought I, you went to see him in concert and loved it. And it was no, I didn't. I didn't actually. Did, I went to see him and I didn't like it. Hmm. Anyway, I, 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 I felt bad. And I, I, it gets, I think it does add a, a huge complication to this Me Too movement, which is what a lot of people have been talking about. So that, that's my... It, it made, reading this article was making my heart race a lot because I, I was really uncomfortable by it. Yeah, I had a, a visceral reaction to it too, like a visceral bodily reaction of heart racing feeling hot and it was the same way i felt when i read the cat person article where i'm like oh my god this scenario is not unfamiliar to me and i don't don't think i can name a single friend who hasn't been in a position like that and it puts you right back in that headspace of just feeling so uncomfortable and disgusted and conflicted and it's definitely worth talking about i was really glad that it was brought to light. It's unfortunate that Aziz is the poster child because I'm sure a lot of guys could be. Um, so I, I, I'm not as interested in vilifying him as I am in bringing uh, to light a broader societal discussion. Um, well, I will say right off the bat, I don't think Aziz's, Aziz's actions were, were right. I think it was the way he treated her was wrong. But I will also say that she could have handled the situation better during and after. Um, How so? Communication was the main thing. There, throughout the entire article, she says multiple times, I gave many nonverbal cues, yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, you're dealing with a drunk, horny guy who, you know, doesn't know the preferences of this, this girl. She doesn't know if she's, you know, playing hard to get or whatnot. So, I mean, there there is also, you know, some discretion when it comes when it comes to communicating and i think while aziz was being a shitty pushy guy she could have left at any moment she didn't have to suck his dick like there were a lot of things that she could have done differently um so it's it's a shitty situation uh it's a shame aziz has to take the brunt for it but also he did do a shitty thing um and it's good to talk about it i think what well i mean 
I'm going to take it one step further and just, I, I think it's a great thing. I, not a great thing that happened, but I think it is, it's awesome that this discussion is going to empower women now to get up and leave if they feel uncomfortable. I think that's my takeaway because this woman surely did not realize that she could have gotten up and left and not give a shit if he was upset with her. Why? Who cared if he was upset? Who cares if he didn't give her, if, if, if he had blue balls or, or what ended up like, you know, um, being angry at her, you know, I, and I've been in those situations. I gotta be honest. I've been in situations where I have felt pressured and, you know, and sometimes I would do more than I probably should have done. But the other point is that there's a lot of times that I got up and left. I mean, I don't understand why she didn't get up and leave. It just really baffles me. Okay. I, I think that response is letting guys off the hook too much. Like, I, cause I've been in situations, I, I've been in situations where I've had women who are way more aggressive than I wanted them to be. So what happened? And I fucking stayed there because I was like, oh, yeah. I don't want to be a fucking prude pussy and, right, and like right. leave and, you know, and I think as a guy, you're also pre- like you should, you're constantly under the assumption like, oh, I should like this. I should be totally fucking into his, taking this as far as possible. So I've been, I've felt that, but I've also felt, I've been with girls who were like, let's take it slower than I wanted to take. And I was like, oh, it, of course, like, of course I wouldn't fucking uh, push you, you to do anything you wouldn't and he says like yeah let's it's only fun if we're both into as he says we're it's only fun if we're both into it but then just stop fucking taking her if, if a girl is taking your hand her hand away from your dick stop putting her, her hand on your dick and if if a girl says yo let's not have set like let's not do this uh because it's gonna it, i don't want to feel forced because it's gonna make me hate you then don't like point at your dick and say suck my dick. That's or like suggest that she suck her dick. I think yeah, that, that seems like, like a pretty clear verbal cue. I think if you ask a hundred guys, ninety nine would say that's a no from her. Yeah, but the point is just that he never that that she never did say no. Why didn't she say no? I don't understand. I don't understand why you're parsing her semantics. She said no by saying I don't want to have sex because it will make you, me hate you. If we have sex, I will hate you. I will say that I agree. I agree that it's it, in, if I were in a situation, I would have I would have backed out way further, like way yeah. earlier, like See, way, taught, way 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 I way. I taught both my boys right. Uh, I, I I personally don't feel like that's the way I would go about a situation like that. But at the end of the day, she did participate willingly in sexual acts that could potentially lead a man like Aziz or other men like that to believe that. Despite her her ambivalence, she could be interested. I mean, at the end of the day, she did, you know, put his dick put put his dick in her mouth. Like, yeah, I mean, what is that? Is that is so she, that's how is, that's how is that's, that's the part reader? that confuses me because on one hand, yeah, I understand the pressures. I understand that he was a fucking lunatic the way he was, you know, going at this. Like, but you know you get caught up in the moment and sometimes you don't th- see things so clearly and you know th- you like like we're saying we we're hearing this all from her perspective who knows who knows how clear she actually was so i don't know there well, are there so- are there are a lot of people not a lot of people there are people that are into more aggressive sex and that i i never would recommend that on a first date but the point is that maybe aziz has been with women uh, his experience has been maybe watching porn and being falsely educated by porn that women like aggressive men that stick two fingers in their mouth and pull it open or whatever he was doing. And maybe he was totally missing the cues or maybe he just didn't care and he was just a jerk. 
But why would she go and vilify this guy like she did right during the Me Too moment? I don't, I just don't move Because I think there's more in play than just, you know, on paper. If this is what happens to you, you say no. I think in the moment there's a lot more systemic internalized misogyny coming up. There's fear for your own safety where we've been conditioned to just deescalate the situation. Or I'm thinking about in, in times when I've been in a situation where guys wanting to go further than I do, I, a, I'm hoping that we can salvage the situation into a point where like, maybe I did show up wanting to have sex or, or wanting to do something, but I didn't want it to happen like that. So I, I would say something like she did, like, can we just chill for a minute, hoping that he would get on my page and that we could have an enjoyable consensual, uh, night that was, was sexually pleasurable for both of us on my equal footing. I think that I have the right to try to do that. And maybe that's what she was trying to do with the, with the whole, you know, can we, can we just chill for a minute and, and watch Seinfeld? She said, I was hoping that he would do something to relax me, but then he went in again. And I think at that point you're, it's possible she was just traumatized. She wrote that she just froze. And I think that's a natural response. that's really hard to override. So I'd much rather focus on what the guy can do to try to pick up on these cues. So I think so one thing with the when when I hear like oh why didn't she just leave in most of my sexual experiences I don't go in being like oh I want to get this done I want to have this happen and I want to do this to her it's usually like well that just happened I want oh that felt good oh this is gonna this you know so I think that's like like there's a confusing when you're in the actual moment you don't really know what is about to happen but what you could try to expect is that the person that you're going to be with is with you're with recognizes this is a two-person game it's not just for their own physical satisfaction it also you know it's constantly listening I, in order to make better sex i like not only is is will like thinking about consent and and really honing into the other person prevent you from assaulting or, or violating someone. I think that's the only way to make it actually pleasurable, like to maximize the pleasure of sex, to really focus on the other person and see what, what makes them, what turns them on. That's how you're going to have good sex, not forcing your own fucking boner on them and masturbating into her pussy, as one of our listeners has referred to. This <laughs> oh. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> well, the bottom line here is that there's a few things happening. One is that... It's opened the door for communicating, I think, in general. I think it's really important now that women do say no and mean no and not worry about if the if the guy's feelings are going to be hurt. We really need to start saying no and, and empowering women to do that uh, from, the, from the get-go and teaching them right from, from grammar school that sex is great, but if you're not into it, you could change your mind at the last minute and say no. Mom, you can do this, and you can leave the place. I, I don't think this is people don't know to do that. I mean, I'm a person. I know to do that. I'm not saying I've I've been raped or been anywhere near anything that has happened to these brave women that have come forward. But I've definitely been in situations like I was telling I was telling Cam in college. I was like making out with this guy on the dance floor that I didn't know, and I wanted to keep making out. So I, I went back with him to his dorm, and and uh, you know I'm the type of person that I I had it at sex at that point. And I go. We're just, you know, we're not going to have sex. I'm very overtly. And he goes, what did you think I asked you back here for? Milk and cookies? Which is humiliating and a shitty thing to say. Douche response. And I was 19 years old. And I was like, you know what? Maybe it's on me that I'm not playing by the rules of when someone goes 
to a club and, and goes home with a guy like maybe this is all part of a whole culture that I am just now gaining entree into. And, and there's just a lot of shit that, okay, now I would have left, but now, but what, think about it because we're having this discussion now, girls that are 19 will know that they don't have to do anything just because the guy says milk and cookies and tries to humiliate her. The other, the other part of it is I think with the, the, culture the hookup culture in general is just not what a lot of girls want so there is already a layer of like this is gonna be a little uncomfortable but if i just give into it it'll get comfortable in a little bit i don't know that that you can generalize that i think that there are women that are just as into sex as men i think that if anything i'm not saying not into sex but into sex on those terms uh, into into casual sex as men i think there's plenty of women out there that are it's just the matter of it. I it, think they could be more aggressive in, in Cam, my Cam has I, been bitten are, no i've never been bitten you <laughs> always say i've been bitten i've never been bitten but Cam i've has had been my traumatized. lips bitten actually but uh, <laughs> what no about no your but balls it, i mean come on no no one bit my balls but but i i definitely know de- i definitely have been with girls who just want casual sex and the hookup culture for them worked much better for for them than for me I think the overall solution to this problem is communication in general. Agreed. Like if if from, you know, from the get-go things are communicated and people are clear what they want, what they expect from the situation, you can't you can't hurt anyone. I, yeah, I also think guys so I think I think I think mom is right. I think women can can feel empowered to to say no, but I also think guys should just should not just assume it's I'll follow my instincts until they say no. I think it needs to be like Constantly checking in, like oh, yeah. especially That's- the first times you're hooking up with someone, those are times that you you don't know what the other for, for, person's preferences are. You right. wouldn't sit down at a restaurant and order like a, an entree for both of you guys without ever having talked to the other person to find out their tastes. That's a that's a good analogy. Thank you. That came to me very naturally yeah, just yeah, now. That's pretty good. So, uh, so, but but it is true though that that you know you don't know, and so don't assume because that breaks the, the four, third agreement. I don't know. Uh, She's but, talking about the four agreements right now <laughs> is for a change. But do not assume what the other person is wanting or thinking, and that's why. And always be prepared to leave. So leave the situation. I don't get why she's naked. She goes in the bathroom. She washes her face, tries to get herself together and comes back out and decides to watch Seinfeld. Why doesn't she leave? Mom, he's a douchebag. I think it's a matter of educating yourself on this topic. There's so many ingrained reasons why she wouldn't leave. It does. It almost seems like it's a really hard logical choice to, to, to get yourself to that point when you're in that moment. Yeah, you'd have you'd you'd be fighting against a lot. You'd be fighting against like, oh, I'm scared. He, what if he gets mad? What if? And it's just like an awkward. It's an uncomfortable yeah, just, conversation. And how about just not wanting to admit to yourself? Oh my god, I'm in like a shitty, shitty situation with this person I thought was so cool. It's it's wanting to to make it not true. Okay, maybe if I say this, then things will start going the right direction. But you you but that, gotta accept reality at yeah, a certain point, that, right? You can't, the, that, you can't that, just makes, you know go on expecting things to be okay when they're clearly not. You can try different tactics. I think that's a power move in and of itself. I, I don't think that she was wrong for, for trying different things. And I, I and I think the whole situation is is very complex. But overall, you know, there are... You got to communicate and be clear with what you want. And the other thing is Porn. Porn has made, porn must have taught Aziz to stick his fingers in her mouth, open her mouth up like that, which is totally revolting. Who the hell wants to be treated like that? But there are women that are into that kind of thing. However, 
it's the first date, and Aziz should know, well, maybe this girl's not into these porn-like moves. Yeah, can we actually wait, talk wait, about wait, what the fuck he was doing what with that, was with he that shit? What is that about? Take, sticking his fingers in the mouth and sticking it in her, whatever, Jesse, I'm sorry. Vagina. Pussy. Whatever. I only blanched because that's not how I'm used to Cam talking. <laughs> <laughs> Me, it's a different story, but what the hell he was doing? There? He was doing something that he should not have been doing, especially on the first day. Now, if they're into the relationship, it's 10 weeks. He finds out she's really into being, you know, dominated and he wants to stick his fingers down her throat or whatever he was doing. That's fine. But he I didn't would, ask if she was into this S&M crap. I would say that, first of all, it's not S&M crap. I know tons of people are into this that are great people. But I'd also say... Under those conditions, for people that are into BDSM or rougher play, it's always, I mean, in the they in most have, scenarios, yeah. it's discussed in advance. Sure, like rules sure. are, sometimes there's contract sign, and I'm not saying that all sexual experiences should have contract sign, but if you want to get into those like rougher areas, you should have, definitely have a discussion beforehand. Pineapple, and, safe word, pineapple. You got to have, what the fuck is it? That's pineapple. Pineapple's your safe word? No. Where I, does that come I from? I apparently heard that recently on a podcast that that was, the safe word was pineapple. What? Okay, but the point <laughs> is that you should eventually realize the difference between porn and real life. And apparently Aziz is under the impression that you should stick your fingers but down. it's and fine. You could do that, but just talk to the other person, especially the first time, saying, yo, is it cool if I stick your finger in your mouth? Because I'm really into putting my fingers in someone's yeah, mouth. Yeah, that's a weird-ass first move without any prior so <laughs> without any prior conversation. Especially during flu season. Oh, yeah. I mean, there are <laughs> there are germs to be said. first move. It is a weird-ass first move. What? He, he's like putting it back in her mouth after the fact. Like, what's that about? Uh, I, I also think that there, there's not a lot of discussion about the amount of alcohol that was drunk in this night. Well, like, apparently she didn't even get a chance to finish her wine. He was that urgent of a need to get back to his place. And I don't think the alcohol was a big component here. It didn't sound like it. She I, wanted to finish her drink, but didn't get a chance to. I, she the, wanted to finish the bottle of wine. I think there was alcohol drink. I mean, yeah, yeah. So that's there another thing. Men there, should not men should not be with inebriated women on the first date unless uh, you know it, unless it. Well, they, I think they need to it, exercise it, caution. Yeah, yeah, they, they, guys need to exercise caution, and and women need to exercise caution. If you add alcohol, you should recognize. Okay, we might we're getting into some some yeah. tricky territories. You don't know what's going to happen if you take them back to your hotel room. You don't know what's going to happen if you go to their apartment. If you bring them to your apartment, it could be worse. There's horror stories out there. You got to be careful. Especially even if it's a celebrity, it, you know, who knows? It, I mean, Aziz, I don't think, did anything that was, um, I would say, against the law or illegal. Or, right. There's a lot of discussion I, about, is this sexual assault? I don't think it was sexual assault. Do you think it was? By definition of sexual assault, this was not sexual assault. It was you? sexual coercion. I, it was sexual coercion. There, She was violated in a lot of ways. I Gerald? would say that this would fall under the Me Too movement, but I would also, I, yeah, I don't think by any means it was a legitimate sexual assault. It I, did did not affect her career. It, you know, it, well, it that's, that's it, not what it, sexual assault necessarily. No, I'm saying that that it didn't. It was she wasn't with a person of power over her, and it wasn't a career move. Uh, so, I mean, there are there are things that the Me Too movement is trying to to uh, champion right now that. This could make a setback because uh, people can get the people that don't take as much time to delve into it as we just did are going to hear about it and say, "Oh, everyone's now claiming sexual harassment." Oh, uh, you know, you, you and unfortunately, that's a byproduct of it. I don't think it's screwing up the Me Too movement. Instead, I think it's making it more um, nuanced and and showing that there is a gray area where yeah. people. I think that there needs to be more terms for like sh- really sh- shitty 
experiences like this. I would this. just say no. That works. No. No they, means no. And no, used to not. That's no. too During my generation. mom. That's, it's, yes. just, it's so hard to do it in the moment. It's not now. That's what I'm saying. This is a good thing that... You think people haven't known to say no since the 50s? I think that a lot of... Unfortunately, when I grew up in the, you know, a decade or so ago, uh, people were taught no doesn't really mean no. That's that's what they were taught. They were like, when girls say no, you keep going. That's That was the mentality back then. And it's still a bro-y kind of mentality now, isn't it? Would you say in your fraternities and all that? I would say the frat bros have a very warped way of looking at women, yes. Yeah, tell us about the frat boys' viewpoint. Uh, it's, it's a little aggressive. Not my speed, but, you know, it's there. It happens. So you got to, I think... Women out there need to be aware of it, and they need to say no and be clear about it. Not expect guys people to be. Is it that women need to be aware of it, or is that men shouldn't? No. Why don't? Why does it always turn people. into it's the woman's fault? If she's wearing the, the wrong thing fault. or walking that, down the wrong street. It's partially her fault. No, the problem is with guys treating women like they don't matter, nothing. or their feelings don't matter, or the the sex is all about them. What a, we need to focus our attention on correcting that societal ill more so than telling women how to act. Everybody always tells women how to act. I would rather, for the first fucking time, just make Jess, it about dudes. Stop doing shitty things. Jess, there, what I, well, that's not what I was saying. What I'm saying is there are so many people out there with different personalities, different perspectives you're gonna you're gonna experience a shitty guy. You're gonna experience a nice guy. You're gonna experience everything. So you should be able to know how to act in each situation. It's yeah, not, you, you do. And, and and a guy should understand how to act, how to act too. Like I'm not saying it's a one way street where a girl is at fault for not saying no to a creepy guy. I'm just saying it's good that we're talking about this, and it's good to not, now to be aware that there are people like that out there, and and. It's not going to change. But Realistically, as, as much as we want it to change, it's not going to change. As long as it's a conversation on the national stage, why are we not using our our moment in the sun to focus on what is being done to women to try to change that? Because we can tell women what to do till we're blue in the face, and it's not like women have never been told, yes, you can leave. That is, that is That's not the issue at hand. I think it's it's the same thing as... as you know, deflecting the Black Lives Matter movement into all lives matter. There's a problem. So we're not going to try to just be like, well, you know, black people could be doing this to protect themselves. No, let's focus on don't shoot. I think it's a two pronged approach. Yeah, I think there's I think men need to fucking shape up their game. And I think women need to be aware that there are going to be some shitty men out there. And, yeah, and that's what should, it is. Jess, should, Jess, but, you, but, but I, I, I mean, I think both are right. Truly, I, I think it is two pronged. I, I just think that this is a good opportunity to bring this to light, and that to, so young women, listen up. You're listening to Sex Talk with my mom here. Listen up, please leave if you're feeling uncomfortable. Leave and, if and you are dudes, feeling attacked, and say no. And dudes, stop being some scummy assholes <laughs> and, and wielding stop shoving fingers down throats and, 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 and stop and really tune into what the other person wants it's a two-person game and, and you know what in, in porn they teach you oh women love have sperm all over their face facials women like to have baseball bats up their ass or whatever they're doing pardon? i don't know i'm just saying but the point is porn is teaching guys from when they're in seventh grade on 
This is good sex. And it's not good sex to stick your two fingers down someone's throat or try to gag them with deep throating or double penetration. This is not good things for, for guys or women to learn. So don't learn from porn. Do behave properly. Do communicate what you need from your partner. And if you're not getting it, you, if you're a guy, stop. Listen. If you're a girl and you're uncomfortable, get the fuck out. Done. Boom. I think that sums it up pretty well. <laughs> any any <laughs> final comments? Grace, thank you for sharing your story, whoever you are. I do feel bad, by the way. I think Aziz is, is definitely a very big uh, poster boy, a.k.a. scapegoat. I hope this guy doesn't lose his whole career over it. Oh, wow. And women, if you have been in this situation, it is not your fault for not saying no, no matter what uh, the lesson seems to be here. Uh you know, sorry, Jess. I really don't think anyone here has said that it's any. It's the women's fault. I don't, I don't think want that to be the takeaway. We never blamed anyone. We're, we're very neutral here on the blame game. Here, I think there was some communication issues that were going on. Uh, I think possibly that Aziz just decided to to be a selfish prick. And, and you know what? Unfortunately, there's a lot of selfish pricks out there, and I've had my share of them. Can I can I do a quick uh, round the horn rapid fire circle? I think you should. All right. I'm going to have a few questions. One, should this article have been printed? There have been a lot of discussion about the the, the author of this article was, was not great. She was kind of throwing this in, in, into the Me Too movement as if this was the same on the same level as the Harvey Weinstein, Louisa Case. Uh, I would like to articles. answer that. Should this have been printed? I'm going to go with no. You think this and should- I felt guilty even that we aired the Brianna Banks story because I thought it was kind of... Um, glamorizing or whatever uh, the abusive situation out there. And I don't want to use that for, for our own um, fame, as you will. I mean, I just think this is very detrimental to Aziz's career. He's lumped in with the Harvey Weinsteins and with the Kevin Spaceys. And I just think it was a terrible thing to do. There's other ways she could have maybe done it. Like maybe gone and talked to him or had, uh, she did, she gave, they gave five hours for Aziz to respond, which is much less than what most news sources would actually give for. It was too late. Once it's out, the people that don't know the details, they, I'm I'm saying between the time it was written and sent to Aziz, he had five hours to respond and he did. He did not respond in that time frame. What did you and want him to say? I'm sure the guy was freaked well, out. He could, he, he, who knows what he would have said? He did say that he he really was not aware that she was feeling this way. Yeah, he and he apologized. Her. Yeah, yeah. At okay. the time, <clears throat> at the time. Okay, we're on the horn. Uh, honestly, initially, I I was gonna say no, but I think it's good that it was shared so that it doesn't be shared like this again. I think that. It this, mean doesn't be shared like this. Again. Like this sort of accusation is not an accusation, but the fact that oh. it's out there and shared, I think it. I think even a lot of the public has realized, you know, this is not a legitimate, you know, sexual assault claim. He should not be, you know, despised like these other people. And I think it's. I mean, it sucks that it had to be Aziz, but I think now in the future it'll be. It the line has been drawn. People know, you know, now this is. May, you know, this has been an experience that will happen to a lot of women. So, so in general, though, you think that I think these in the articles future, should not be. I don't, I don't think any person should be ousted like Aziz is for something like this. No, I think this is where the line is drawn. I'm, it's it's happened once, and I don't think it should happen again. 
I think we can bypass Jess because she, you know, she's definitely. Well, come on, let her, let her <laughs> let speak. Her I was kidding. <laughs> don't you go go for I it. think people are going to know what Jess is going to say. I don't think you do. I, I think that uh, I don't know if Babe was equipped to handle the nuance of the situation, and I think it could have been framed as this is a new chapter of the Me Too movement. Okay, that is not on the same. Uh, if if we're power, if if the spectrum, it's not at the, at the same place as uh, you know the sexual assault or the Kevin Spacey's or whatever that we've seen. Um, but I am glad that it was published. I am glad that it was published so that we can have a conversation like this where we we can get into the gray area where it's not necessarily criminal, but it is certainly violating. Uh, final question: What should be the result for Aziz? Are you guys going to be watching his stuff? Are oh, you gonna, yeah. You still going to watch his shit? Yeah, I I I I know he's a moron, and but I think he actually is is pretty me too. He, I mean, I know he's had during his last season there was one there's a big part of it was despising guys that are sexual predators. Um. Yeah. I mean, I will say it is ironic in the sense that a lot of his work is, um, kind of, you know showing what it's like to have a healthy good relationship like i don't know if you've seen master of none but that's like that's what the whole show is about uh so on that on that note it is ironic that this is the situation he's gotten himself into um but yeah i mean i i don't i mean i think he's a shitty sexual partner and i think he's done shitty things in this instance but i mean it's not gonna i'm still i'm still gonna watch what he puts out if if it's quality stuff dushka um I don't know if I could watch any more of uh, his output without that visual of the claw. Superseding <laughs> mm-hmm. everything. I, I agree with that. The claw is doing. It is. Claw is so. Yeah, it is going to be difficult. I got to say. Uh, I I I'm not a fan of his work. Mainly, <laughs> I think because I get the vibe that he's. I never liked him as a person, and I, for, for, if the guy's not likable, I'm not as. I'm not excited to support him. And so I don't usually watch. I don't watch a lot of TV, but uh, I definitely am not going to watch his shit. And his stand-up is I, not for me anyway. So it's a it, bummer, though, isn't it? Because like it, it's like I loved Kevin Spacey. I loved his work. I'm so I know we're, we're, lose, we're losing How's boys like flies. Yeah, you're losing, you're losing Woody Allen. Oh well, I lost oh. him years ago. Are you kidding me? All that stuff that went on with who was son. He, whatever, his, his stepdaughter that he ended up oh, marrying. Oh, talk about somehow yeah. butcher this name. No, I mean, uh, there's a lot of them out there, and there always have been, but they were like, those were the sexual predators. Everybody kind of knew it, you know. Everybody kind of questioned. Whatever. Uh, we've, we've <laughs> closed on our the same question with all of our guests, which is, have you ever walked in on a parent <laughs> or have a parent walked in on you having sex? Uh, Surprisingly... This has not happened in the Potter household for me. It hasn't. I don't think I ever walked in on, on you having sex, no. but I did find a porn tape that you said belonged to Papa. No, it did not. They said I Papa nailed... Papa is the grandpa, I, by the way. No, I nailed your dad because it, it, he nailed me when, when you came and asked. Um, you said, Dad, did Mom ever smoke marijuana? And he's like, hell yeah. Your mom's a pothead. I, I, also, <laughs> I, I, like, So I nailed... I got him back because you come in one day and you're like, oh, does everybody want to see my dance recital? And he, you go up to the VCR slash uh, CD and you put in the, or the DVD, you put the DVD in and his porn tapes comes on instead. It was, v, it was VHS because yeah. it was taped over. 
Uh, oh, I don't even know if that was what happened. It was mislabeled, and then you go, "Oh, I got that from Papa." I vividly remember this. Could this be a that's far worse the way, than the. Oh, Papa, that's your dad. Meaning, meaning that's your grandpa. Yeah. I got that from oh. your grandfather. No, I didn't get it from grandpa. I got it from your father, and your father was the one who had put it in there. And I will go on record saying that. Uh, I don't know if this story is kosher to say on the air, so cut it out if possible, or if you if you'd like to. <laughs> oh, what? But, this is getting scary. Well, no, no, I, it's not Who that big you? of a deal. But I, I, I do recall a story now, which I was unaware that I did walk <laughs> in on something. <laughs> but apparently, I walked into the room in my younger years, and you were in the bed with these, and uh, I didn't think anything of of it. He was under the covers. You were both under the covers. And I watched an entire TV show. No way. He jumps into Laying bed. Laying on the bed. He jumps in the bed with us. And we're underneath the covers naked. <laughs> and I watched an entire TV show laying on the bed. Right. I, well, what did you want us to do? Say, <laughs> like, get off the bed? Yes. Tell me to get the fuck out. Make something up. Well, we weren't going to make it. Tell me to get you a glass of water. I don't know. I was so excited. <laughs> I was kind of happy that we're having a bonding moment watching TV together. I Not the type of bonding moment I want. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. I didn't oh want to ruin God. it. By there was nothing sexual at that point. That. Sex That's had so already funny. happened hours ago. We just had Oh, that part of the story wasn't. Oh, so we could all lay in the I bed was naked hope- together. We don't even I didn't want to do that. Wait. Even worse that it was post the situation. I, I was I was hoping nothing had that I laid in the bed after you had sex in there. Did Jerry <laughs> and Jesus Jesus? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, oh no. no. Oh, I'm not exactly sure what happened. Oh, oh, okay. think, le- thinking back on it, I don't I think we were just Jerry on the wet spot? No. Yes. 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 What the hell? You know what? I knew I shouldn't have brought this <laughs> up. <laughs> This got way worse all of a sudden. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys Winding so much down. Thank for, you coming so much for coming on the show and embarrassing and, the shit out of me. And go- offering very intelligent, different perspectives. Uh, thank you to our listeners. It's a huge thank you to our Patreons. Again, if you want to support us, that is, it is the most meaningful way to support us because it, aside from the money, it just tells us, hey, th- we really approve of what you're doing. We want you to keep making more content. Uh, and you get a, a lot of benefits by by being a patron. First of all, we are, we don't have that many. We can message you all the time. We back have and talked forth. to all of our patrons now. We talk to you back and forth. You guys get a lot of input on what topics to bring up, and it's really important that we you, you we get hear bonus content yeah. like the pilot of our show. Oh yeah, that's exciting. We have a web series coming out, and the patrons are going to be the first look. So thank you. Please go to patreon.com slash sex talk with them. Thank you for listening. Take us out, mother. And. Let me tell you about the birds and the bees. Just join in with me, please. Ooh, it's like the first time I rhymed. (laughs) I think that's just about sums it up. (laughs) I didn't know Mother was a freestyler. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first time I had a rhyme, and probably like 200 episodes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.